Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it is Wednesday. We're still waiting, or are we? Live in Los Angeles, wet, damp, still raining and cloudy and cold Los Angeles. It's the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day to start today. Um, All sorts of movement, all sorts of anticipation. Jason McIntyre is joining me, the the house Jets fan um, who's going crazy on this stuff. So I've got some information today. Ooh, can't wait. Wait, are you talking about NCAA tournament information or nah. Aaron Rodgers stuff? Yeah. <laughs> um, on the phone this morning, on the phone last night. Mm. Went to dinner with somebody last night who's connected. So you ready to go? Fired up. Okay. So I'm told the framework and the compensation for Aaron to the Jets is done. Uh, everybody knows what the compensation is going to be, mostly. Uh, the, it's all, it's all kind of done. The question becomes... Uh, What are they waiting for? Um, That I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, I was told last night, has told people that list is nonsense. Uh, He did not give them a list. That said, like a lot of things that are ambiguous with Aaron Rodgers, the Jets signed Alan Lazard to a contract. That is clearly one of the asks by Aaron Rodgers. The Jets would not have signed Alan Lazard if not for Aaron Rodgers' pursuit. They wouldn't have hired Nathaniel Hackett without the Aaron Rodgers pursuit. So Aaron can downplay it and say the list is suspect and I don't buy it and the media doesn't know anything, but Alan Lazard is a Jet for one reason and Hackett's a Jet for another reason. Um, I do not know what is holding us up. My guess, total guess, would be there's like a David Bakhtiari piece. His best friend on the team, left tackle. Bakhtiari's getting old, may retire. Uh, you know, maybe he wants him to go over there. I do not believe Odell Beckham is a deal breaker. That's what I've been told, that Odell Beckham's not a deal breaker. So let's just pretend 
Let's pretend Aaron Rodgers is now a Jet. Let's pretend it. I don't think we're going to find out by today. I don't. And I do not know what's holding it up. But ideally, it would look like Brady to Tampa or Stafford to the Rams. First year, get it going, win a Super Bowl. Everybody loves it. What we don't want it to be is Russell Wilson to Denver. But when you start lining up the Aaron to the Jets, the similarities are overwhelmingly Russell to Denver. I'll give you five. Number one, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are polarizing. They're not your classic unifier. I mean, Russell Wilson's getting dragged by every former Seahawk. To his credit, he never fires back. But Russell gets fired on. Aaron is not your classic unifier. Wasn't that close to a multitude of teammates. First thing they have in common. Stafford, Brady, much more the unifiers. Number two, if you look at the offense for the Broncos and the Jets, it's similar. Offensive line is weakness of the roster. They've got some really good young receivers, but none really proven. Number three, the defense for the Broncos and the Jets is the strength. Both have an amazing young corner. Patrick Sertan for the Broncos when Russell Wilson got there and Sauce Gardner for the Jets. Number four, you have a young, unproven coach. Both Hackett came from stable winning Green Bay and Robert Sala from stable winning San Francisco. Have we overvalued Sala and Hackett because of the great organization they came from? Both unproven, one's already whiffed, the other one has a losing record. And number five, whereas Stafford and Brady went to the much softer NFC, Russell went to the AFC. Bruh, a lot harder over here. Aaron's going to the AFC. And both with Russell and Aaron to the Jets, there's a superstar quarterback in the division just moving into his prime as Russell and Aaron move out of the prime. Here's another one. Brady and Stafford inherited great offensive coaches. McVay's brilliant, got Goff to a Super Bowl, and highly paid. Bruce Arians worked with Peyton Manning, Carson Palmer, Big Ben, two-time NFL Coach of the Year. Russell went to a newbie who we overvalued because he came from the winning Packers. Aaron's going to Robert Sala. Has he been overvalued because he comes from the winning Niners? Here's something else. The Rams stand Kroenke and the Bucks ownership hands off. Not so for the Jets. Woody Johnson wanted to meet with Aaron. It's not the way it worked with the Rams. McVay did all the work with Les Snead, the GM, on Matt Stafford. Stan Kroenke was stayed away from it. He let those guys work the room. So if you're looking at the last three quarterbacks, star quarterbacks to move, Brady to the Bucks. Stafford to the Rams, and Russell to the Broncos. This lines up across the board feeling much more like Russell to the Broncos. Unproven coach, defense with an elite corner, O-line's a weakness, talented receivers but young and unproven, AFC conference is brutal, and both Russell joining a division, the AFC West, with a star quarterback, and Aaron joining a division, the AFC East with a star quarterback. No bears over here. Just some food for thought. I'm hearing the framework 
and the compensation they got figured out. I have no idea what's holding it up. But Alan Lazard is absolutely a move to appeal to Aaron Rodgers. All right, so this is interesting. Ezekiel Elliott, Zeke, is done in Dallas. According to sources this morning, the Cowboys are set to part ways. Mm-hmm, they should. He's toast. It'll be a one-year, $11.8 million dead cap hit. But he signed that big contract, and he was never the same. Pre-contract, he was a two-time rushing champ, a bunch of attempts, arguably the best back in the league. After the contract, if you take his the accumulation of a couple years after the contract, 67 yards per game and no burst. Tony Pollard has been the most explosive running back for the Cowboys for two years. Why doesn't he get more carries? Because the Cowboys have been trying to justify the contract. For the record, this is why you don't give Austin Eckler a big deal. It's why the Cowboys have franchised Tony Pollard. It's why the Giants franchise Saquon Barkley. So there's a lot to learn here. Do not give running backs second big contracts. But more than that, more than that, the lesson to be learned here, and I'm not sure Dallas can fix it, don't try to justify your pick. Don't try to justify your contract. The Kansas City Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, first-round running back, picked him. And they liked him. This year, they're like, yeah, we got a seventh-round guy we think is better, more dynamic. We'll play him. Kansas City didn't care. They were not trying to justify a first-round running back pick. The minute they found a seventh-round guy with more of a burst, more dependable, more pop, they played him. Because Kansas City's about winning. The Cowboys aren't. They're about Jerry Jones winning if it validates what a muse he is. What an insider football acumen. It's what Jimmy Johnson complained about for years. First couple years when Jerry owned the Cowboys, he was in the business ops department. Jimmy told me multiple times he never saw him the first year. He didn't see him for the first year and a half. Jerry was building the business. And then Jerry's like, okay, I built the business. I want to have some fun too. I want to sit in the war room and I want to talk to reporters after games. And Jerry loves to be thought of as a football guy. What he is, is a brilliant businessman, a maverick, an outsider who's now an insider. He's earned every penny of that, the reputation, the money. Jerry deserves credit. What he's not is a football genius. It drove Parcells off, Jimmy Johnson off. And for all we know, they're going to regret the Kellen Moore move. I think they will. In the end, the Chiefs moved off a first-round running back to a seventh-rounder. Didn't have any ego. Didn't have any ego. It's like the seventh-round kid. He's cheap. He works hard. He's dynamic. He picks up first downs. We'll go with him. The minute they gave Zeke the contract, they had to justify it. Jerry had to justify the contract. Tony Pollard's had more pop and been more dynamic for two years. Why is Zeke getting more carries? You watch the games. I watch the games. Pollard's the home run hitter. Why are they trying to justify Zeke? He's a short yardage back. That's all he is. He's like a pitcher's got too many innings. He can go five innings. Can't go seven. Forget a complete game. Not going to win that much. So as you try to justify your contracts and justify your picks and hold on to people... There's the lesson learned. Don't justify a coaching hire. Smart teams move off them quick. Don't justify draft picks. Guy doesn't work. I'll give the Jets credit. They're done with Zach Wilson now. I'll give them credit. They're like, hey, didn't work. The GM's got to suck it up. I, I, think that, I think Joe Douglas, a very good general manager. He whiffed on a quarterback. It's hard. 
Belichick can't get the wide receiver position right. And he may have just lucked into Brady. So, I mean, Kansas City doesn't have the ego of Dallas. Kansas City's winning, and Dallas keeps disappointing. But this is the right move. It should have been the right move a couple years ago. They, they, they keep feeding him the football for the last two years, and anybody that goes to a Cowboy game or watches him knows Pollard's the guy for the last two years. Give him the ball. F- to their credit, they're going to franchise tag him, <laughs> which is what you got to do with Austin Eckler, who I love. Pollard, love. Saquon Barkley, love. You franchise tag him. They make their money early. They make some money late, but um, lessened, learned. Pre-contract Zeke was a monster. Post-contract, 67 yards a game. Yet, he is the highest, I believe, cap hit for a running back in the National Football League. All right, a lot of stuff going on. The Aaron Rodgers stuff, um, again, have no idea what's holding it up. My guess would be Aaron's trying to kind of He's, he's kind of given them parameters. One of them was Alan Lazard. Uh, one of them may have been David Bakhtiari. That's a total guess, but Lazard's already in-house. Uh, Bakhtiari's near retirement. Uh, my guess is there one more deal they want to make. Aaron has told friends, though, the, the list that came out is nonsense. It's make-believe. Aaron's in a space now where he wants you to believe that Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Diana Rossini, the media, nobody knows anything. Our government doesn't know anything. Only I know anything and my sources and my guys, which is a very small camp. But I don't think all these lists just happen um, out of thin air. I I do think Aaron said, give me Alan Lazard, and the Jets just signed him. And the Jets would not have signed Alan Lazard uh, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to go to the Jets or at least be a target. They wouldn't have signed it. They have Corey Davis. Why? And they got two good young receivers. They could draft another. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it. Five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code heard only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. 
It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Tom Policero is a very good reporter. Packer, Packers Jets continue to negotiate on a Rodgers trade. They're, they're not agreed yet final, on final terms. Green Bay is not looking for multiple first-round picks. So there is something holding it up. I'll throw a theory at you. Now, this is out there, but I'll throw a theory at you. You know I've said I wouldn't leave if I'm Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't. Green Bay is a better, more functional I've also predicted Aaron 51 to 49% is staying with Green Bay. Aaron knows the Packers were not going to re-sign Mercedes Lewis or Alan Lazard, and he knows his friend Nathaniel Hackett was unemployable after the tire fire in Denver. Aaron just got Hackett a coordinator job, Lazard a contract with the Jets, and maybe Mercedes Lewis, and Aaron will stay in Green Bay. This was all to get his guys contracts. Because Green Bay said, Aaron, we're not going to sign Lazard. We can't. And so Aaron said, all right, but I like Alan Lazard. I'm going to get him a contract. Remember Lazard complained on Instagram, I think it was recently, about the Packers not getting a deal? So Aaron took care of Lazard, got him a deal with the Jets. They'll move off Corey Davis. Is going to get Mercedes Lewis a deal and got Hackett unhirable after that utter disaster. He got him another coordinator deal in New York. And then Aaron announces today or tomorrow, I'm staying with Green Bay. Is it nuts? So they continue to negotiate. I don't have great Aaron sources. I have three different Packer players I've talked to since the Super Bowl. And, you know, Aaron can be a little bit manipulative. He has that right. Tom Brady, by the way, had certain things he wanted. LeBron James has certain things he wanted. Peyton Manning went to Denver. There were certain things he wanted. So let's not pick on Aaron like he's the only guy that wants things. I thought the list was a little absurd. OBJ wants $20 million a year. That's a big ask for a receiver that's uh, talented but broken a lot. Green Bay is not looking for multiple first-round picks, so it does not appear to be a pick thing. It's not a pick thing. So there is something holding it up is it it could be small Aaron trying to get Mercedes Lewis a deal or Cobb or something I think Cobb's going to stay in Green Bay one more year with Aaron that would be my guess but I'm just throwing a theory out there is that Aaron has never really intended to leave Aaron knows the NFC's weak the division's weaker he loves where he's at he likes his offensive proven coach he likes his quarterback coach. He's got a better O-line in Green Bay. Aaron knows all of it. He's not a dummy. Man, I keep saying, why would you leave? I said this yesterday. Why would you leave? Green Bay is like one of the five, six functional organizations in the league. Pittsburgh, Green Bay. Like, they, they do it right. Why would you leave? Well, the challenge. I don't know. Don't try to get happier than happy. Ah, uh, the challenge. Uh, Aaron's a year or two from quitting. Retiring. So he's doing all of it. Now, you could say, man, that's burning a bridge. What does he care? It's not like Robert Sala and Woody Johnson and Aaron are tight. 
But Aaron floats all this stuff out there. It gets Lazard a deal, Mercedes a deal, Hackett unemployable, a coordinator job. And then at the last second, he's like, I can't agree. And they bring him back. Am I nuts? In general, you're nuts, but this is actually quite good. I do like this, Colin, um, especially because then the Jets would not end up with Rodgers. Is there a chance that maybe the Jets are seeking a two-year commitment from him, and he's like, I, I don't know. I'm 39. That, I don't know where I'm going to be next that's year. A very, I can't commit to two. I know in Green Bay, one, and I can be done. No, be, be, because I don't have great sources on Aaron Rodgers. I was told last night that the basic framework of it is in place. Now, here it's saying... It's not, they've, they've yet to agree to trade terms. So there's something holding it up. I mean, they're not miles apart. There are probably those stipulations Aaron has asked for and he wants. At this point, we're all guessing. But I, I do think it's fascinating. Ask yourself, would you leave a well-run company to a chaotic company in a tougher work environment? Aaron doesn't need New York. He doesn't give her. He's never in New York. Aaron's a golf guy, a West Coast guy, a Midwest guy. He's not a Northeast guy. He doesn't care about that. Aaron doesn't need to get more famous. I mean, I've always felt he was standing Green Bay by an inch, fifty-one forty-nine. But I, but I think I'm might. What after talking to people last night, I'm probably wrong. Won't be the first time. It does sound like they got a lot of the, this thing's got inertia. It's got momentum. It's almost done. Let me ask: Why, if you are the Jets, would you be seeking to add a 39 year old quarterback for one year? Because you, you're desperate. You're Cleveland. You're a desperate poorly right. run Cleveland franchise. Cleveland is locked up to Sean Watson. They have no quarterback questions for the next five years. Okay. The Jets essentially, you get Rodgers, you go all in, and as you open with, this ain't Stafford in the NFC or Brady in the NFC. And then you're going to be back to the drawing board in 10 months from now? Sh- guys, show the thing. I-, I said this this morning. I'll do more of it later. But this morning, I-, I said, if Aaron Rodgers does go to the Jets, I don't have any confirmation of it. If he did, it was funny. I, I went down and looked at the standings, what I would predict this morning playoff teams. I would have the Chiefs, Bengals, Jags, Bills winning their division, the Chargers, Steelers, Broncos as wildcard teams, and the Dolphins and the Jets beating up on each other, splitting, and just knocking each other around. Tua won't last the whole season. Aaron, first year, will be bumpy. So I don't, I don't forget the Super Bowl. I do not see the Jets as a playoff team with Aaron in year one. That's probably, as I said yesterday, if you go to Aaron's first year with Lafleur and Hackett, it wasn't a great year. His first year as a starter wasn't a great year. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be this wildly... It's a defensive coaching lean, a defensive coaching culture. This is not offense. He's had McCarthy offense. He's had Lafleur offense. He's had better offensive coaches. Now it's a defensive culture. Can we pull that back on the screen? So my only two pushbacks are, number one, we talk all the time, there's going to be seven new playoff teams. How many do you have different in the AFC? Just two. Steelers Steelers and Broncos. That's it. Well, 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 well. I have four new ones in the, in the NFC. NFC. Okay, fair enough. So, so I think the AFC, because you have transformational quarterbacks, is much easier to predict. The NFC, who's the best quarterback? Crap, total crapshoot. So the other thing is, in your scenario here, this is an absolute worst-case scenario for the Jets. You miss the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers ain't coming back after they missed the playoffs one year. The coach is getting fired. The GM is getting fired. And you're starting anew without a top draft pick. Because if you're finishing ninth in the AFC, you're probably drafting, what, 12th, 15th? That is absolute worst-case scenario for the Jets. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I think Pittsburgh's got a lot of momentum. Pick, no, I, see, and I, by the way— You make a good point. I don't think Jets fans realize how loaded the AFC is. Like, 
There's well, a good chance the Jets missed the playoffs with Rodgers. Mac Jones gets a real offensive coordinator. Tua's back. They were dynamic last year. And I, and I think the AFC East, Buffalo's just better. And I think the other three teams will be good, and they'll just beat up on each other. I think the Patriots, Jets, and Dolphins all have things they're great at. Defense, a legendary coach, dynamic offense. They'll just beat up on each other. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. I wish I had better sourcing on Aaron Rodgers. I have talked to three Packers since the Super Bowl. None are super tight with Aaron. Um, all like him, but you know Aaron's his own guy with a small social circle, so they're not terribly tight with him. They're all, like us, kind of wondering what he's going to do. None of them know what he's going to do, and that's what's really interesting. Three Packers I've talked to, none know what he's going to do. <laughs> and by the way, two of the three are on offense. They got no idea. So, it, 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 But I did say that let's – because something's holding this thing up. Tom Pelissero, very good reporter. Ian Rappaport, good reporter. Adam Schefter, good reporter, are all reporting the Jets and the Packers are negotiating. All reporting the terms aren't finished yet. So those are three high-end reporters. They're all saying the same thing. They're in negotiations, but they can't quite reach a deal. Why not? Is it? Uh, it's not first-round draft picks, according to Pelissero. So it doesn't feel like it's a draft pick thing. Is it one more buddy going to the Jets from the Packers? Could be. Uh, I don't know. It is um, Pelissero reports they haven't agreed to terms. So there's something between the two teams who both want a deal done. The Jets want a deal done, obviously. And Green Bay, read between the lines, uh, sounds like they're ready to move on as well. So, I mean, I, there was a report two weeks ago that a longtime Packer reporter said they're disgusted by how they've been treated by Aaron. Okay, so, and that was a guy that covered the Packers for 30 years for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. So, something's holding them up. I don't know what it is. We'll monitor if we get anything. Um, I, I want to throw this out, though. I said the AFC is different than the NFC. I would not leave Green Bay if I was Aaron Rodgers. I would not. It's a very stable franchise, and the NFC is different. If you ask me today to predict the AFC playoff teams, if Aaron went to the Jets, I would not have the Jets as a playoff team. I think New England, the Jets, and Miami are going to beat each other up. I think the four superstar quarterbacks in that division, in that conference, will win their division again. Burrow, Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen – uh, Justin Herbert, I think, gets in because now he's got a great coordinator. Uh, Kenny Pickett's got something, and I trust Mike Tomlin and that culture as Pickett improves. And Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, I think, will elevate the entire franchise. I think the Dolphins, Jets, and Patriots will all be very strong, none good enough to sneak in. And by the way, here's an example of the difference between conferences. You're only as good as the quarterbacks you face, right? So here's who Aaron Rodgers faced this year this past year at quarterback, Justin Fields, an old Brady, uh, Bailey Zappi with a defensive coordinator, uh, Zach Wilson, Taylor Heineke, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield. Okay, there's some good ones. Josh Allen once is a pretty good one. Uh, Jalen Hurts is obviously really talented. Uh, Tua's got some talent. Here's who we would face as a Jet next season at quarterback. Uh-oh, Josh Allen twice. Mac Jones twice with an offensive coordinator. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, another year of improvement for Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson with Sean Payton, Super Bowl quarterback Garoppolo, and Deshaun Watson. 
bro, it's a different neighborhood. It's <laughs> it's a totally different ball game. So not not. I mean, he faced Dak last year. He'll face Dak this year. Hurts last year. Hurts this year. Although I think Jalen is getting better. You know, every year we've seen Jalen Hurts. He's made another leap. So I think you'd get a better Jalen Hurts this year than last year. But it's it's. Uh, you know, this idea that he's going to go to the Jets and they're just going to take over Bill Belichick. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Belichick, Mike McDaniel, Josh Allen, Bill's roster. That Jet thing is no, and we don't have, they don't have a great ownership group. It's still most of the offensive players are kids. I mean, the Jets' best offensive players, Bryce Hall, they like, they like uh, Brees Hall, uh, the two receivers, they're kids. They got kit offensive line. Even they're great. Uh, they 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 like one or two of their offensive linemen. They're pretty young, so I think it's a it's a tough ask to ask Aaron to walk in and win the division, get to the playoffs. That division's a handful. Every team's got something great. McDaniel's and that offensive speed is great, elite. Belichick defensive brain defense, elite. Josh Allen, elite. Every every team's got something that's elite. You got to get through that stuff. AFC is a different ball game entirely. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so Aaron Rodgers just told Pat McAfee, this is what we kind of predicted last hour, quote, today is not a decision day. In fact, that's already happened. We're days past that. So this is what I was told last night is that the framework, the agreement stuff, there's a lot of it done. There's something holding it up. That I have zero sourcing on. I've talked to three Packers players, two of them offensive. They don't know. So nobody knows. So Aaron's saying it's not a decision day. That's already happened. So what Aaron, so let's put, connect the dots. Mark Murphy said, we'll do what Aaron wants. He talked in past tense as if Aaron had already told him, move me. The Jets have brought in Hackett and Alan Lazard. It looks like they've made moves to initiate the Aaron uh, trade. Tom Pelissero acknowledges they're negotiating. They haven't finalized terms. So what Aaron is saying is he's already made his decision. In fact, it says, quote, today isn't a decision day. That's already happened. We're days past that. Days being Friday or Thursday. That's what's been reported by Boomer Esiason and Trey Wingo. That, that it was agreed upon last week. Fait complete. Over. That part's over. He's made a decision. All right. There you go. What, 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 look at you. you. You are beside yourself. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm a little more. Uh, maybe I need a darkness retreat after this. <laughs> so let, let's parse the quote for a second. This isn't me deciding and announcing to the world what's going on. That's already happened. This is clearing things up. Okay, if you're okay. going to the Jets, why wouldn't you announce it and then clear it up well, at the introductory press that, conference or whatever? Well, what, what are you clearing up now? Well, so let's go back to the quote. The decision has been rendered. Do you believe that is he's leaving Green Bay? 
Do you believe that? I believe this is a man who watched LeBron's decision a decade ago when LeBron captivated the world. LeBron's now considered the GOAT by many in the NBA. I watched, I believe Aaron Rodgers watched Tom Brady make a decision to leave New England, go to Tampa, win a Super Bowl, be the GOAT. And I think Aaron Rodgers wants attention. I think this is him thinking, I'm on Tom Brady's level. I'm as big as LeBron. I need attention. Pay attention to me. And he's got all of us watching, waiting for his decision. This is his moment. He went into that darkness retreat and came out thinking, it's all about me. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Respect me. Green Bay, don't you disrespect me. Cowherd, don't you disrespect me. And all we've done for, what day is today, Wednesday? All we've done for three days is talk about Aaron Rodgers. So read the quote again for our radio and TV audience. This isn't a decision day. This isn't me deciding and announcing to the world what's going on. That's already happened. Okay, stop right there. Stop right there. So he's made a decision. If he was coming back to Green Bay, why would the Jets go sign Alan Lazard? That's not a, They got Corey Davis. Why would you do that? So he's made a decision. The Jets brought in Hackett and Lazard is signed. So if he's telling you I've made a decision, it does sound like the decision is the Jets. Tom Pelissero, remember, Tom Pelissero just reported an hour ago. Jets, Packers still talking. Well, they wouldn't be talking if he decided to stay with Green Bay. Do you think they know? The Jets and Packers, do you think they know what he's doing? Yes. So So how is that not out? Pelissero said, Jets, Packers are negotiating at this minute. Well, Aaron just said, decision been made. Well, if the decision to stay with Green Bay, they wouldn't be negotiating. It's over. So he is clearly, fait accompli, Boomer Esiason, the decision was made last week. Aaron's going to the Jets. He's telling okay, you. Okay, so he announce said, it. Say, I'm going to the Jets. What are you doing? Here's something I, else. Here's something sense. else. Aaron said he went into his darkness retreat oh, thinking he was 90% retired. When he came out, something changed. Well, first of all, he had light. That changed. Uh, second of all, he was no longer in a bunker. But Aaron was going to retire, came out, and decided to be a Jet. Maybe when he was in the bunker, there was such silence that a Jet flew over, and it was the only thing he heard for days. And it was a sign, and he said, I want to play for the Jets. Is this worse and more annoying than Brett Favre? I think it's fun. I'm dying this for This is fun? It's, it's content. It yeah, is it's content. Great. That's true. It's also lame on some level. There's a lot of people who are like, dude, just make a decision. Well, so Why what? are you such an indecisive it's, it's, clown? It's not their life. I it's, mean, seriously, a decision's been made. Well, what's a decision? I'm not telling you. What is that, fifth grade? Come on, dude, grow up. This is embarrassing for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and when, I went into a darkness retreat, and I came out, and I know my decision. I'm not telling you, though. Like, how? come on, that's goofy. Okay, so these are the things we know. Read the quote one more time. So it said, Aaron said, today's not a decision day. It's already happened. So that tells me he's a, he has decided on the Jets because Tom Pelissero is reported Jets-Packers still talking. Well, if he decided on the Packers, there's no reason they'd still be negotiating. He also said he was going to retire, came out, something changed. He said after darkness, it was clear to him that although the Packers were saying the right things publicly, they were ready to move on. That we kind of... That's been fairly obvious. So, um, all right. So wait, 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 wait. One more from an NFL Network guy, James Palmer. Rogers said he heard there had been a shift from the Packers and that some shopping went on. What does that mean? 
Grocery shopping? Clothes shopping? Free agent shopping? I don't know, man. I'm throwing my hands up at this clown. I'm really upset, Colin. Well, it's disappointing. I think, you know what? I'm you love this. You're loving every minute of every it. Every second of it. Well, this is a classic situation. I don't give a rip if I'm right. Fans want to be right. Cared. Nobody I could cared. I couldn't care less. I would, I would stay in Green Bay if I was Aaron. Aaron is saying the franchise, his vibe is they're ready to move on. So he was 90% retired, went to the retreat, came out and said, I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to go to the Jets. Okay, so here's another one. Here we, we just said this. Aaron Rodgers just a minute ago said, quote, his intention is to play for the Jets. He's not holding anything up. So that means the trade comp is what they're haggling over. So there you go. Aaron wants to play for the Jets. No, no, He's no, no. Not no. Holding he decided it up. his intention was to play for the Jets. Well, he's, he's, there's got to be a, a trade. Colin, my intention was not to go to a bar after uh, I get off work tomorrow. Okay? The intentions change. He, he's, he's just playing games with everybody right now. My intention was to play for the Jets. On Friday? Well, it's now Wednesday. What's going on? God, I love this. This is now, according to Aaron, about the compensation. So we know everything now. It's retiring or the Jets. He's agreed. I want to play for the Jets. That's his intention. He's not holding it up. It's just GMs going back and forth. We also know it's not first-round picks. We know it. that's not the issue. They've agreed to that or they're not part of it. So this is all just comes down to a couple of guys in suits on the phone figuring out terms. So it looks like Boomer Esiason, Trey Wingo, we're on it, mostly on it, that stuff, it's a, it, the stuff had been agreed upon. Now it's just guys in suits figuring out terms. There you go. There's your answer. Okay. That's, wonderful. That, not that complicated. Cool. I still don't think they're a playoff team. <laughs> I think they'll battle to the last week with the Dolphins. And the AFC is much easier to predict because you have transformative quarterback talent. So the best quarterback, especially when they're a star quarterback, usually win a division. Right? Usually, unless there's a coaching disaster or the NFC is up for grabs. So the idea of, it sounds like from what Aaron's saying is, he would have come back, but he got a real negative vibe. Aaron's a vibe guy. He got a very negative vibe from the Packers, who are publicly saying the right stuff, but privately, they're done with him. And that's one thing I got right. I've been saying this for years. Rip the Band-Aid off. Move on. I mean, seriously, if I, get, if I got two second-round picks, I'm done. Let's go. And the Jets signed Alan Lazard. We didn't want to sign him anyway. We're going to draft Jordan Addison with one of our picks. Let me quickly ask you, do the Jets now, hearing this, that his intention is to play for us, they've got all the power. No. Okay, okay, okay. Here's another one. Roger said the Packers are, quote, digging their heels in with trade talks. So this comes down. So we know this. Aaron's ready to go. It's compensation. And the Packers are digging their heels in. Because the Packers don't want to be embarrassed and give up too little. If I was the Packers, you receive, receive what do you think? Little. I think what's fair is two seconds. No. Absolutely not. I'll give, not, you I'll give you a third. I'll give you a third round pick. Break. Take it or leave it. You you decide. You deal with this guy. Well, that, that, you deal with this diva. Yeah, fine. We're not giving him to you. Okay. Enjoy Zach Wilson. Ha, have a, have fun with the Jordan Love battle and Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't want to come back. He just said his intention is to play for the Jets. No, you retire. He and then he retires to. and the cap hits like a billion Jordan dollars. Love is, is Jordan Love's money? free. What do I care? 
Get him out of the building. Come on, Jets. Don't give. Don't hold firm. So Aaron is saying, we got all the answers here. The Packers are digging their heels in, and they want more than the Jets are offering. The Jets are saying, we just signed Alan Lazard. We got limitations here. So I think what's fair is two seconds. You're not. You're getting more than a third. So, so the, what? What they're probably hold saying. Hold on, hold on. Jalen Ramsey, a cornerback in his prime, got a third. He's a cornerback. So what? Aaron Rodgers, a 39-year-old washed quarterback, no, who's he's a not. diva going on darkness retreats. He's not washed. Oh, um, he just had his worst season in a decade. He rushed for 98 yards last season. He's immobile. He's like Russell Wilson. Oh, come on. This. Yeah. Yeah. Russell, Russell's not washed, and Aaron's not washed. They're they're both very good players, very very good players. Well, at least the Jets have Nathaniel Hackett as OC to to so, get so, Aaron Rodgers back well, on track. Well, the Rod, here's what the Packers are saying: We're digging our heels in because once you're gone, we want to make sure. Because I think what the Packers want is a is a first round pick. Now, Tom Pelissero says it's not about a first round pick. It's probably eating the contract, right? So, how much of the percentage of what Aaron is owed are the Jets going to pay? We'll give you fifteen mil. We'll take that's your. You're we'll probably fifteen mil, and you got to swallow, you know, twenty five, whatever the numbers are. That's you're probably right. That's probably what it is. How much of Aaron's contract will you eat? Because the Jets aren't paying anybody. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to be here next for two years. Why would you pay a bunch of money for a one year rental? For a guy who's a little spacey. That's what the Jets are saying, and the Packers are saying, that's a you problem. You're desperate. We're not. We got Jordan Love in the building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the Packers have a lot of spots. Oh. Packers are like, we got a guy in the building we like. You have Zach Wilson. People don't forget playing. They don't even like him. And you're in New York. The media is going to crush you as the Giants with Dable and Darren Waller and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley make the playoffs again, and you're over there a tire fire on the interstate. We'll go after Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill. We'll show you. <laughs> no, we won't. This is so much fun. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting odds boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny for 67369 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources.
This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Michael Robinson played in the NFL for nearly a decade, a Niner and a Seahawk, a Pro Bowler, Big Ten Co-Offensive Player of the Year, always an interesting take, NFL Network analyst. Well, you're watching all this card banging into each other. and Let me ask you this. How do you think, because I've talked to three Packer players since the Super Bowl, (laughs) and the two offensive guys say, we got no idea what Aaron's doing. We got no idea. So Aaron keeps tends to keep people kind of in the dark a little bit. If you were a Packer player today, what are you thinking? If I'm a, a current Packer player? Yeah, and you're going to be coming back. You're not Alan Lazard going to the Jets. You're a current Packer player. What's your takeaway now? Relief? Well, it has to be. I don't have to deal with this <laughs> anymore. Right. It's gone. And I think the real... I think the, one of the bigger stories that not a lot of people are talking about is just the willingness of Green Bay to just say, go ahead on, man. Go ahead and leave. Get out. I think they're tired of being, uh, over, especially over the last few years, of always having to answer these questions. Uh, and I said a few years ago on our network, you know, at NFL Network, like, what does Aaron want, really? He is the franchise guy. Uh, they come to him sometimes with, um, with, with franchise moves. Yeah, they have to move on from older players, but every team in the National Football League does that. Uh, And to me, I think it's criminal that Aaron Rodgers and myself, we have the same amount of Super Bowls. For him (laughs) to be that good, I mean, honestly, for him to be that good and supposed to be a force multiplier and to be compared with the guys and the greats like the Tom Brady's, the Joe Montana's, because let's be honest, that's what we're talking about Aaron Rodgers up against. We're not talking about him up against just the regular old average quarterback that runs through the National Football League. We're talking about greatness. He said it. He's even talked about uh, how long he's been great in the National Football League. So you have to compare him to the other greats in one championship, what, 15, 16 years? That's not good in my opinion. Yeah, the, the, you know, it's um, – I look at it from the Packers' standpoint, and they're like, okay, you ask us to sign guys we don't really want to, Randall Cobb. You don't really commit, and now we're not getting a payoff at the end of the year. Because LeBron James will ask for stuff. Brady will ask for stuff, but I get the payoff. Peyton yeah. Manning will ask for stuff. Star, I don't care if you're a soccer star. They ask for stuff. I'm willing to give new – I'm as Jimmy Johnson said, I treat Troy Aikman <laughs> one way and the rest of the roster the other. Yeah. But you're not getting the big payoff. I think if, in fairness to Green Bay, they have compromised a lot of what they would do normally, and they feel like in the last couple of years, we're not getting the payoff in the weaker NFC. We can get this with Jordan Love. Uh, agreed. And goes, a commitment. Uh, agreed. I mean, uh, the, the Packers are probably saying the same thing I've been saying. One championship out of all of this, 
And we still have to deal with the questions at the end of every season. We still have to deal with the issues of if we're signing his homeboys back or not. And look, I, and I know people who follow me, they, you know, I've been critical of Aaron Rodgers over the last few years because yeah. he's just too good to have one championship. Yeah. In, in my opinion. And for him to hold both of these organizations hostage like this, to me, is just it's a little bit unfair. But to his point, when he does speak, oh, it's golden. I love it. Yeah. No, no, no. It's real, though. You're a Jets player this morning, right? Okay. Now. What are you thinking with Aaron coming to your franchise potentially, mostly potentially? I'm excited. I really am. We have a legit guy who we know can oh. play games and win games off of his arm, which not a lot of uh, organizations can say that. Best guy since Namath in the organization. But I have questions. I have questions for Joe Douglas, and I love Joe Douglas. I think he's a great talent evaluator. I got questions for Robert Sala. Um, first of all, like, is this guy going to be here in the offseason? Is this an all-for-one-year type of a deal? Because if I'm a guy who has a longer contract and I'm on the Jets right now, what is that saying past this year? And, you know, and we had this conversation a few days ago on our network. Like, when did this – when did we get into this mold of just going all in on one season? And I get that it happened with the Rams. It's all good. But look at what the Rams have to do in the years following that. Look at what it does to your organization. And to me, I think the decision makers in every organization have a responsibility to make sure the team is good, not just one year, but for the long term. And sometimes you have to make tough decisions to guarantee that. So the Packers are going to get some picks for Aaron. My guess is at some point they're going to draft a quarterback this year because Aaron Jordan's been in the building so long they're not going to give him two years of starting. They're going to say by Thanksgiving, guys in the room are going to be going up, down, right? Like, yeah, you've been in the, we got a lot of, film. I will say this though, Colin. Um, I went to the combine a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of buzz at the combine. Um, talk to some Packers guys, talk to Aaron Jones. We did a, a broadcast together and I asked Aaron on camera and off camera, where it's just us just shooting around, just kicking it. I'm like, bro, is the kid ready? He took his glasses down. He said, Mike Rob, the kid is ready. So I have to I have to believe the guys that see him every single day in this locker room. I talked to him at the Super Bowl. Yeah. He said he said I think he's ready to go. Now again, he sees him every day. Also Aaron Jones is a leader in that locker room and I think Aaron Jones is even tired of talking about the Aaron Rodgers question after every single season. Yeah, I think guys are. I I get it. Aaron's a different cat. Um did you ever uh 4 years Niners, 4 years Seahawks? People have compared, and I've, I've said before, Russell Wilson and Aaron <clears throat> are dissimilar. One's very uh, religious conviction. One tends to be a bit more agnostic and spiritual, but they are similar in that they're not necessarily a Brady uh, or a Peyton Manning, go out for beers, jump on my back, I'm taking you over the hill together. They're both different dudes. And this is not a knock on Russell, um, but you were, you were there for Russell. Yeah. Russell gives off a vibe that apparently a lot of Seahawks didn't like. Aaron <laughs> gives off a vibe that many people don't like. Um, when a quarterback's like that, not a classic unifier, mm-hmm. just not. That's just he's not going to go out and hang out with you. Is it different? Is it, is it, is it harder? What's it like? Because you played with Russ. It, it is different. Um, and again, what I'm going to say is not necessarily directed specifically at Russell. 
But I will say the quarterback position, it's part public relations, man. You have to be able to get along <laughs> with every single group and, 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 and group of people in the locker room. And uh, when, when you do have a when you do have quarterbacks who aren't the unifiers, uh, that can get that can get that can, you can have some issues. So you got to play well. And when I think about Russell Wilson, that to me that was the issue last year. He didn't play well, so whatever his relationships and whatever the issues that are going on in the locker room, they don't get solved. And I think that's Sean Payton's biggest challenge with handling Russell Wilson this year. Russell can still throw the football. I do think he needs to take off a little bit more. And he, he can still run. And yeah. For whatever reason, last year he decided not yeah, to take off. Yeah, we couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out, right? I do think he can take off more. But at the end of the day, Sean Payton needs to figure out how Russell can affect the relationships in the locker room. And, and that's just from what I hear about what's going on in that locker room. And I think if, if he can do that, I think the Denver Broncos will be fine. So as a former player, do you have sympathy for Lamar Jackson's inability to get a deal done? Or are you a, dude, hire an agent. Can't hire your mom. Where do you land on that? Because I've said before, he wins 75% of his starts in the AFC. I'm not letting him go. I'm also not going to guarantee all of it. I'm not going to let the Cleveland Browns dictate terms in the NFL. You're desperate. We're not. Baltimore's a real organization. Like a, <laughs> Sa- like a Seattle or a San Francisco, they're not that. desperate. Vikings were with Kirk Cousins. They got no rings. Cleveland is always desperate. So I'm not going to let anybody dictate terms for me, but I'm not letting him go. Do you have sympathy for him, though, or are you more critical in terms of you don't have an agent? You got to have an agent when you're a superstar athlete, talk show host, politician. You got, you got to have an agent. Especially when you're, in, when you're at the, the level of Mars, the elite of the elite. Now, I'm not one of those guys that, just says everybody has to have an agent and all those things because I've seen guys negotiate their deals and, and, and they've gotten the money that they've won. Some of it's slotted. Yes, and some of it's slotted. But at the end of the day, when you're dealing with these type of numbers, these type <laughs> of quarterback numbers, I do think you need to have somebody skilled at the art of negotiation. Now, I do think there's a happy median in this. And what I don't know, and I don't know if anybody really knows but Lamar and his camp, what exactly he wants. I know he, he, it's always referred to the Deshaun Watson contract, $233 million. Give me a dollar over that, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But to me, I mean, Deshaun Watson's, what, $46 million per year. To me, the happy median is you do the years like he's a running back, three years. But the money's like he's a quarterback. Okay. Three years, $150 million. Guarantee the whole thing. Right and in two years, you revisit this whole thing all over again, and then you give Lamar a chance to be with now, a real passing game coordinator. Now, the Ravens, there's reports from the Ravens' side that they did offer him close to what you're saying, about a 135 guaranteed. So, to me, that says that... That's your deal. That's a, yeah, it's closer to my deal. I would offer him the same thing and then give him some incentive to, that he's going to get his 150. You, you want to show the player... You want to give him his money. Right. You know, but at the end of the day, you, the player has to understand that there is a risk here. Okay, there's a risk with paying him. And I'm not in the camp of hating on Lamar Jackson or anything like that. I think Lamar Jackson, one of the premier quarterbacks in the National Football League. I just think there's a happy medium. You have to deal with the circumstances you're dealing with right now. I understand you think you're better than Deshaun Watson. All good. But if your team that has the ability to pay you right now doesn't, you got to do some negotiating. You know, it's interesting. The Cowboys are going to move off Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, not no. all positions have the same trajectory. The Chargers probably not going to re-sign Austin Eckler. Love him, had him on the show, but he's a running back. Uh, Tony Pollard got a franchise, Saquon Barkley. 
It is funny in your world because you were you were a, you did a lot of stuff. You did a lot of stuff, man. I block, tackle, all that. Special teams. When yeah. um, when when players play certain more physical positions, Debo Samuel said, "Bro, if I'm taking these hits, <laughs> then I get a longer deal." How does that play among pro athletes? Running backs in the locker room know they're never going to be paid like a receiver. They take the beating. They've got to block more. Is there ever, do you think there's a resentment by Zeke, Saquon, Eckler? Did you ever have a little resentment like, bro, I'm picking up the blitz? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get a little pissed off. Just a little <laughs> bit. You know what I'm saying? I play fullback. You could count on probably one-handed teams that even carry fullbacks uh, right now. And I've been a proponent of saying I think the running back position needs its own CBA. I think they need to collectively bargain it different for that position. Again, no contract should be more than three years. They should always have a chance to come back to the table. And, you know, will there be that first overall running back pick ever again just because of the nature of the position? I I don't know. I still think that we have generational backs coming up through our amateur ranks through the NCAA. But at the end of the day, if we can get a a separate kind of working a device for the running backs because again we get the ball seven yards behind the field Colin all 11 defenders are assaulting the line of scrimmage that's the only position like that yeah I want to circle back to Aaron Rodgers um whatever it takes to get right mentally I'm for it meditation ayahuasca do what you got to do you meditate man uh, I go home every day every well almost every day today will be a day I go home uh upstairs Curtains closed, lights off, my light music for an hour every day. And That's I just, awesome, I just man. restart my brain every day. My God, man. Yeah, I do the same thing. Okay, man. so, let's so do I, it. the dark room by myself. Yeah, we all good. All right. <laughs> and uh, no ayahuasca, maybe someday. So how do you think Aaron, because a, a locker room has a lot of different personalities, but there's also similarities. Um, all of you went to college, mm-hmm. right? Um, all of you have been coached hard. That's the football. All you take, all you've been hurt. There's basketball is different. You can be from Lithuania. Mm-hmm. I'm from Asia. I'm from. I went to college. I went to G League. I, football. There's a lot of similarities. We all went to college. It's all domestic. And then here comes Aaron. He's a borderline <laughs> hippie. It's ayahuasca <laughs> retreats. How do how do you think in the football world he's viewed? When you talk to other players, how is he viewed? Odd, different, unique. Unique is, a, is, a, is probably the best word for it. Um, and the thing, the thing about football, the thing about locker rooms, guys really could care less what you do on your own time. Guys could really care less what you do once you leave this building. As long as you're the best version of yourself when you get in this building, as long as you're the best version of yourself when you step in that huddle so I can depend on you to do my job, to get the bag, to score the touchdown, right. to stop the other team, whatever the case may be, so that we can win championships. That's it. Now, when what you're doing outside of this building starts Screws to affect you. Right. my bag and me trying to win championships and things like that, that's when we have a problem. That's when we got to have a conversation. But, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, guys may say, oh, he's a little weird, but can he th- still throw the football? Yeah, well, he all right with me. Yeah, he may, you know, do whatever, go to a black uh, meditation room or whatever the yeah. case may be. But can he still win games? Can he make the audibles at the line of scrimmage? Yes. Come on, let's How do many it. great friends, boys you'd roll with outside of football? 
go to a club, go out, dinner, travel, Vegas weekend, Bahamas. How many guys, Niners, Seahawks, on average? On average, like when I played or now? Yeah. Uh, when you played. When I played, anybody in the locker room. You got to think I'm a former quarterback, man. So the minute I go into a locker room, I'm just like the, the quarterback. You're verbal. Yeah, I'm verbal. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike Rob. What's going on? What y'all like to do? What's going on? Okay. So I hang out with everybody, man. Okay. And actually, I like the fact when I'm not when I'm hanging out with people that don't always look like me, so I can learn something, teach me something. And so, yeah, man, teammates are great. I hang out with everybody. All right, I like that. But not, but 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 Kyler Murray's not like that. Well, again. Some of uh, this generation of quarterbacks, some of them are a little bit different. And if you you if you if you are a little bit different and you being different gets you the money and gets you paid, why would you ever change? I'm just saying that. Could you mention Kyler Murray? You know, yeah, I mean, I've said we've always understood that international soccer stars, Messi, Mm -hmm. Ronaldo, a lot of baggage. And we're like, (laughs) that's good. We've always given NBA stars come with a little baggage. They're. We're good. I think we have to come to terms with international sports royalty is soccer stars. American Mm -hmm. sports royalty has been NBA superstars because they made shoe money and sports money. We got to come to terms with, if you look at finances and cultural impact, quarterbacks have become Messi and LeBron. And with that comes, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Right, I'm gonna do whatever They're not I want all to. gonna be. I'm not gonna drink a beer in the season. Well, that ain't gonna be it. That's true too. And the people that are making decisions are a little bit younger. They're 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 more okay with it. I mean, society is changing, Colin. Right. So at the end of the day, we're just becoming cool with everything. I mean, you get you saying people that talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers use the term mushrooms and ayahuasca so much now. I mean, we wouldn't have done that. We wouldn't have done that 20 years ago. Hi, let's talk about pro plan sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great. But it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.